This is a fresh agenda, bringing your productivity and creativity together to generate your deepest work. Here is Christina Mendonca. Hi, everyone. I'm Christina Mendonca, and this is a fresh agenda where we talk to innovators, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders and find out how through the distractions of life they get at their deepest, most creative work. Thank you for being here today. Uh, I've been doing a lot of networking events lately, and some specifically for women, some for just entrepreneurs in general. And I have to be honest with you, they're not the most comfortable events for me to go to. I, I appreciate being invited, and I always have a good time but I'm more comfortable in smaller group environments. I think I'm what you call an extroverted introvert. Maybe you can relate. It's one reason journalism really spoke to me as a young person because I was typically pretty shy, but doing a story gives you the excuse to talk to just about anyone about just about anything. And I tend not to like crowded events unless I'm covering them, which is kind of a weird thing, but I love covering the Pope. I covered the Pope twice, uh, two different Popes, hundreds of thousands of people there, of course, very crowded conditions. I've covered big concert events. And uh, when I was in Israel and Gaza, I covered some very crowded, kind of scary events, but I, I loved covering those as well. I've covered riots and I do lots of speaking engagements. So it's not like I'm afraid of people. Um, I just personally prefer to spend time in small groups. Like when I'm going to go to the wine country, I try to do it on a weekday. I try to plan my vacations outside of the normal tourist uh, vacation times just because I appreciate a smaller group when I'm in my personal time. I feel like I can build deeper connections with the people that I meet. And uh, of course, I love making connections with other women and other entrepreneurs in general and helping them as much as I can. Uh, it's just more personally rewarding, I think, to have those deeper conversations. And that's why my guest today is someone I find so interesting. She travels all over the world as CEO of a management consulting company. But she's also been in the news a lot lately because she has created something called the Super She Network. And part of the Super She Network is Super She Island. Uh, this is going to open to the public in June. And it's fantastic. It's a way for women specifically to relax together at a resort where they can have fun and build rapport as they build connections in these small groups. Now, she wanted to do this island resort, and originally she purchased some property in the Turks and Caicos. That's where she was going to do it. And then love stepped in. She fell in love with a guy from Finland, and he showed her an island off the coast of Finland that she ended up purchasing. It's 8.4 acres. It's about an hour and a half from Helsinki. It's a 10-person island, home to four newly renovated cabins. And the Super She organization has been taking applications to be part of the first group to enjoy the retreat. The island will feature wakeboarding and yoga and, of course, fantastic food. It's really set up more like a luxury vacation. But Christina Roth's focus as CEO is putting together groups of powerful women who she thinks can help each other. Now, this is a luxury vacation, so it's pretty costly, but it will open to the public in June for applications. And it's really the concept I wanted to talk to her about because finding niche ways to network shows us there are so many ways to build the kind of connections with other women or other entrepreneurs that will help us lead our most productive creative lives. And we all don't have to do it the same way. As we were talking, I was thinking of ways to network with others that may not involve jet setting off to a luxury island, or at least the cost of that, but 
allow yourself to fantasize just a little bit. Wouldn't that be amazing? Let's talk to Christina Roth. Christina Roth joins me now. Christina, how are you today? I'm good. I'm in sunny California. So I'm feeling good, a little jet lag, but other than that, doing good. Excellent. Well, I'm so intrigued by Super She Island. Tell me how you came up with the concept. Um, the, the concept is really, it, it really happened organically because I came up with the idea of like Super She or a community for women probably around like two years ago, but I was still, or two and a half. I was still um, during the phase when I was selling my former business, my consulting business. So I really started slowly and just started creating content um, for the Super She site while I was traveling. I was kiting with girlfriends, going in, traveling around the world, and uh, I, I coupled it with meeting amazing women, and I set up some meetings, and I had my videographer with me. So that's how really the idea of Super She started. And then um, the island I, I bought really when I fell in love with Finland, uh, a man and an island last September. <laughs> so it was like two almost independent events because I was planning on launching Super She um, retreats on Turks and Caicos, where I bought before a beautiful piece of property. Um, and then I bought the island. I started focusing on renovating that. And while during this renovation, I just realized that this might be the perfect backdrop and the perfect headquarters for Super Sheet. So it, it's, um, really, it really happened organically, and it wasn't contemplated <laughs> you know, and thought through prior to that. Tell me, there are lots of networking groups for, for women that currently exist. What, how did you want to make Super She different? I, I think, and then this is the, the scientific explanation for me, I think there's a lot of great networking groups for women, but they have a top-down approach for me. So what top-down means, to me is that, you know, you get together and, you know, you need to network, you know, and we all have um, limited time, especially if, if you're busy with your career, your family, all that. And I, I feel like I felt that networking comes from me to create a space where you meet friends first, you have a hobby, you really go there because you almost want a vacation. And then, by the way, you know, you meet amazing women who you become, you know, you build relationships. And, and that's what networking for me means that you have relationships and you get to know the person. And that's when you truly help them. Like meetings for me where you just exchange business cards and now we're going to get together this, you know, Friday afternoon to, to network and we must. It's in, in, in my mind, it's not attractive to me personally, but you know, like, I think this is really, um, a matter of taste. So I'm like, uh, more of a fan of the bottom up approach. Like let's get together, let's do something else. And, and then by the way, we help each other in the process. Right. It, it's almost like you need to know 
And it always comes back to the story, knowing someone's story. And when you, when you yeah. know their story, you feel so much more connected. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, finding different points of connection, then we must network now. And, and I think that's what for probably hundreds of years, guys really managed to do with their all kinds of clubs, cigar clubs, golf clubs, men only clubs all kinds of clubs where they would just get together, you know, to um, just socialize. And, and, and that's how, how business was made and I think till today is made, you know. So, so kind of set the stage for me. I, your video is beautiful that shows, you know, what is going to be happening on the island. It's really gorgeous and we'll definitely link to the website. But if you could set the stage just for those who are listening and maybe hearing about this for the first time, what is Super She Island going to be like for those who are lucky enough to go? Mm-hmm. So we want to focus on three things. Um, since, since it is a, a vacation and we're in this, beautiful nature surrounded by evergreens and the Baltic Sea and we have two residents swans who swim around the island usually and it's just really beautiful and amazing fresh air. We want to move as much as possible so but even if it's like we're not marketing it as a all right you're gonna be fitter and you're gonna lose weight because that's not the main concern but we want to like physically move the ladies at least four or five hours a day uh, between, you know, um, fitness classes, yoga, if it's kayaking, if we're going to go hiking, we want to be out in nature and bond that way. So then there is uh, mind, body, soul. So we would definitely do mindfulness classes and, you know, sometimes even just walk barefoot, on the rocks, and, and then there's lots of, like, um, artistic or sunset mindfulness yoga, and uh, we might even, you know, make a dream catcher. We have an artist and a yoga teacher who makes, like, dream catchers out of uh, driftwood and and uh, all kinds of things she finds on the beach. Um, and so we're going to really try to to, like, disconnect do some mindfulness classes and then also have some types of, of, uh, you know, workshops or focus like on a theme, if it's a business theme or if it's around nutrition. So definitely to something, some knowledge based, um, workshop, which we're also going to wave in into the mind, body, soul uh, program. So when you imagine the um, the ladies that will be signing up to come, who who are you hoping to get there? Who would you like to see? I mean, personally, I'm hoping for as much of a diversity as possible. And through the signups already, which we have, um, I can see a global diversity. So we have from ladies from countries, I've, I can't, I needed to Google like Bahrain, to, you know, Syria, Lebanon, Israel, um, every, you know, lots of countries in Europe, U.S. predominantly, but uh, we even have a lady who escaped from North Korea. So it's like so global. And so I'm very excited about that. And there's also, you know, everything from artists to doctors to 
um, writers to business women to stay-at-home moms to everything. I think diversity is key for me, and the more we can connect women from from different uh, parts of the world, from different you know occupations or everything, I think the more vibrant it's going to be, and the bigger the learning curve and the more exciting it's going to be personally for me i'm talking from my own uh experience absolutely well you are traveling i know all over the world with your businesses and uh, probably need to unplug this uh this show that i do is about innovators and entrepreneurs and how they get at their most creative selves through the busyness of life and it sounds like that's kind of your goal with super she island to kind of recalibrate Yes, absolutely. And whatever it means to, to everyone, like the interesting thing about Super She Island is that everyone is like really, I see through the description of the Super She's who sign up as well as everyone projects something different on it, meaning, you know, some people really just just want a vacation and get away from it. Others want to get fit again or, you know, just like do something for themselves. Like everyone project a little bit what they want out of it and the good news is that we're trying to to provide really like a a broad spectrum of things so the chances that the expectations will uh, be met of of this wide variety of super she's very high now, there are a lot of, as you said, women from different industries that are going to be coming to the island. Uh, is, do you think it's going to be hard to get them to unplug? I mean, we're so uh, dialed into all of our digital devices and our businesses that are 24-7 and, and multi-regional now. How how are you going to get everyone to unplug? I'm just going to turn off the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Check. <laughs> that's one way to do it that's great well so go ahead no i mean i'm i'm joking about it but not joking because i think we we will uh definitely uh turn off the wi-fi most of the time and maybe just like have it on for like if you really need to get some work done and, and send, send some stuff out but it, they're not even going to really have time to be on their phone so if Wi-Fi turn on or not, it, it's going to be really a full program. And at the end of the night, they're going to be so tired that they're going to fall to sleep. <laughs> and then we start <laughs> again. So I think it's, it's a pretty good formula. I'm not that worried about Tell that. me a little bit about um, where this is. This this I know it's an island off the coast of Finland. Tell me about the island and what made you fall in love with it. Uh, the island is an hour by car from Helsinki, which is like the capital of Finland, and then another 15, 20 minutes with a boat. So it's um, pretty quickly reachable from a big international airport. And um, I was actually, I just visited Finland last year for the first time in my life. And I somehow got <laughs> stuck in Finland. But in a good way, I. Finland is, is very special because no one really knows too much about Finland, except that Santa Claus might be coming from the North Pole and he's in <laughs> Finland. But um, the area where the island is is a little bit 
the the feel of it is like the San Juan Islands off the coast, you know, of like Seattle and like between Seattle and Vancouver. But the islands are like more intimate and small and it's almost like the San Juans and Venice had a baby because there's almost like these canals sometimes with islands and with, with big um, uh, pretty much bodies of water in between and it's very it feels very intimate and it's, it's very special and especially you know the there's the swan is like the national bird of Finland so it's full with swans in the summer and with sailing boats and the water is nice and clear and the evergreens and and um the birch trees on the island it's just like very beautiful it's it's hard not to fall in love with it i would say there's something wrong with you if you don't fall in love with it <laughs> it sounds heavenly it sounds beautiful so tell me a little bit about your background to get involved in something like this and and uh where where are you from and what is what skills did you bring from your business world into this entrepreneurial um um uh, business that you've now started um so i'm from germany originally um and i mean the the best skill i brought from my former business i've been a management consultant you know for the past 18 years of my life and then i had my own management with big consultant companies like pwc and then we got bought by ibm and my clients were fortune 100 companies for 18 years so all i did is consult b2b from you know strategy to IT to business process reengineering, so I think that personally I'm I'm very happy with this background because it's so versatile. I mean it's it's you know management and consulting. Like there is one thing what they teach you in management consulting school is that you can figure out anything and everything. You just gotta be one step ahead of the client. So that's the best skill you can take for life is because I always feel I can figure everything out by myself. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, there's uh, some some manual, I can read something and I can figure it out. So yeah, that's my background. Do you feel like with Super She, you've had a chance to kind of reinvent yourself as well? Mm-hmm. I think that, I, well, I think I already had the chance to reinvent myself the last probably four to five years. So Super She is like more the culmination of it. Um, I think I already went through through the hard process of, of uh, reinventing myself on, on all levels that I got to the point or where I felt comfortable enough with myself and very content in my life that, that Super She just really made sense for me to share that experience with other women. But... I really learn every day something new with Super She, and uh, it definitely sometimes pushes me to my limits. So it's it's a great learning experience, and it's a very exciting one. What has been one of your most rewarding um, times or anecdotes from starting Super She? What has been what to you has said, "Wow, I'm really on the right track. This is this is where I need to be going." I, I think. Already in the early days of Super She, even when there were just, you know, a handful of women involved, and when we just did this trial get-togethers, and I did exactly probably a year ago 
or January, February last uh, year in Hawaii. And we were just getting together to shoot some content. And I was on my way to travel globally around the world. And uh, we got together around like eight women. And it was just really a very like a trial and informal get together. And during that get together, I could see how, so we were just spending time together doing yoga, jogging on the beach. I would go kiteboarding and we were creating some content for Super G. And I started to see how women started to help each other, meaning like the videographer, you know, got um, got connected to an athlete who was like, oh, wow, I want to work with you. And, and then uh, an, another friend of mine who before that, uh, she was an Olympic athlete, but contemplated for years to start a business and really focus on like personal training and fitness you know we I just sat down with her and I helped her set up her company come up with a name with an identity and then you know just she said all right that's all I needed to like really start to do this what I kept contemplating for years and I just saw that in this like that's definitely something what I realized that if I can just scale this and just really take this little organic get together without that, we weren't networking. We were not, it wasn't under the official, we need to be here and help each other. Because I think that sometimes like puts like so much pressure and expectation on like, we must help each other. You know, that that's not really how it happens. Um, and, and, that's definitely a story that warms my heart. And even now during the whole after Super She Island went so viral and I get really so many emails from women where it's just like, thank you. This is what we needed. And, and I'm really humbled by it. <laughs> like we haven't even opened it yet. <laughs> and like, you know, um, but, but it feels, it definitely feels that we're, very much on the right track and and hit the nerve at the right time obviously but yeah so so tell me how the process goes from now I know that you've been accepting online uh, applications uh, for now and then it it eventually will open up to the public so talk to me a little bit about the timeline Um, so we've been accepting applications and by now we're probably like at around 4,000 applications which we accepted and and the good news is and and that's where we changed a little bit the process in the bigger super she community everyone is accepted meaning if if we're looking geographically of you know where is the bigger concentration of women coming from to do some events or pop-ups or something in that region um from all these women because we cannot host 4,000 women this summer in finland not even if I would want to. So we really chose the ones which we thought that they're fit together as a group. And obviously even the ones who had like some really good stories, heartbreaking stories, you could write in in the description why you want to join. And we sent out, um, so we sent out two two, two, um, letters to these women, the, the ones that got accepted into the, broader Super She and are like waitlisted for Super She events and the ones which we're inviting this summer to the island. And the ones that we're inviting, 
I'm either Skyping and I'm still like working almost every day and Skyping 10, 15 minutes with each of them, or they need to send us a video because there's even those are um, in total, I think 500 or four or 500 by now who we see as potential super sheets who want to come to the island and would be a good fit with the group. And then these ladies are invited then um, into a booking system, which we're just finishing now where they can book then their stay. So it's kind of like, yeah, a, a two-step process. But the good thing about it, um, it's a little bit complicated process, but I know now all the women who are going to come to the island because I've either seen a video of them or I interviewed them, and it feels already intimate because we are already exchanging stories, and it's just like a completely different starting point. And even, you know, if the process is a little bit, Complex. Do you um, hope that Super She Island can be sometime uh, year round where you'd be welcoming different groups of women into the island at certain times? Or do you expect it to stay an annual thing for now? Well, I think um, I, I see two seasons on Super She Island. The one season, we're going to start it now late because we're still finishing the last touches on it. And we're going to start to be open from May till September. But like the summer season is, re uh, sorry, this year, June to September. The summer season is definitely like mid-May to late September. And then there is another beautiful season, winter season, probably um, in January, January to uh, March, where cross-country skiing or other activities could be really interesting and I, I started thinking about it to make it you know um nine ten months out of 12. Okay okay so a couple of different seasons so I ask all of our entrepreneur guests this what do you do to stay creative how do you unplug or or, or plug in to your creative energy what do you do? I, I love to kiteboard uh snowboard travel read a book or just be lazy, you know, like <laughs> lazy and do nothing. Um, and uh, yeah, but definitely like the kiteboarding and snowboarding uh, or even like yoga um, or running or definitely sometimes can be, you know, completely unplug me and, and it's almost like a mindful activity being on the water, on the snow. I'm really just focused on one thing, mainly because I like to heliboard and do all kinds of crazy things. I'm mainly focused on not killing myself. So that's like a good that's a good way to unplug. Yes, definitely. If your life is in danger, you're definitely unplugged from anything else but saving your life. Exactly. <laughs> Christina, thank you yeah. so much for your time. Tell us how we find uh, all the information on Super She. So on supershe.com, we have under island, you can find everything around the island, or we even have like a direct connection on supershe.island.com. And then, uh, of course, if you want to see what we're up to, I'm, I'm definitely trying to be better with stories on Instagram and supershe snap. We definitely post uh, on, on social media. We, yeah, between Facebook, Instagram, and 
Um, what else do we have? Like Twitter and um, Pinterest. You're everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. Well, Christina, good luck with the first season on Super She Island. We look forward to seeing the snaps and the pictures and all of the good times and, and great relationships that those ladies will make. Are you going to come? Are you going to come and visit us or what's the deal? I would love to. I did apply and I actually have an email back from you to send a video. So I have to upload my video, but I'm glad to be plugged oh. into Super She and, and seeing everyone. And and good that the process works then. <laughs> if you got if you got an email that the process works. So perfect. <laughs> it's working. All, All right. right. Christina, thank you so much again for your time. Have a great thank day. You. Bye. So Super She Island. You've just gotta check out the video. It looks amazing. Also, drop me a note. What is your favorite way to network? What kind of networking works best for you? Or what would you like to see, perhaps something uh, regional or, or local that you would like to see for a networking event? And if you like this podcast, I've got plenty of back episodes with other innovators, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders. So you can check those out on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And if you have an extra five minutes, I would so appreciate a comment or a suggestion. It really helps my numbers and helps our sponsors and helps me shape this podcast in the future. You can find more of my content, video stories, and so forth on my website, christinamendanza.com. I've also started a new partnership and I'm producing daily stories for KFBK and the iHeartRadio folks in Sacramento. And I've got a weekly newscast on my YouTube channel. It's called The Shortlist. It has regional stories of interest, so you can check that out and subscribe to my YouTube channel if you care to, because I will be posting more original content there in the future. Reach out anytime through my website or social channels. You can use my hashtag, Credible Messenger, or the hashtag, A Fresh Agenda, for this podcast. And thanks for being here. Let's stay connected. This is A Fresh Agenda. Bringing your productivity and creativity together to generate your deepest work.